said amen from the book of Hebrews Hebrews chapter 12 Hebrews chapter 12 from the New King James Version, Hebrews chapter 12. And these are the words that you will find there. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. Amen. Just for a few minutes, I want to talk about this cloud of witnesses. Yeah. I want to talk about this crowd, this cloud of witnesses. As much as I despise the news sometimes, as much as I find myself sometimes just having to turn the TV off. But the truth is, the truth is because God has called me and appointed me as a watchman to watch for the people uh, the book of Ezekiel tells us about the job of a watchman. It says that the watchman must constantly be on the watch. Yes, 
so that they can warn the people of danger. And according to the word of God, if the watchman fails to warn the people when danger is coming, according to the word of God, their blood is on the watchman's hand. So I have to stay in the tower. I have to always be on the watch. I have to know what's going on so that I can always be able to sound the warning for God's people. But in so doing, there is this word, as I've been watching the news and hearing news reports lately, there's this word that keeps popping up in news. All right. And the word that keeps popping up more and more is the word unprecedented. Unprecedented. It it means something that is unparalleled. Something that has never been experienced before. It, It means something that nobody has ever seen or heard of before. Unprecedented stuff. Uh And more and more on the news, you hear them talking about unprecedented stuff that never. Most of the time, when you hear it now, it is in regard to things that are going on in the world right now. We've never seen, you got to be honest, we've never seen a day like this when it seemed like evil is so rampant. We've never seen a day when men were so hungry for power that they would destroy a whole nation to get it. Never seen a day when when there was murder every day and every night in our streets. It's unprecedented. They say on the news, all of this is unprecedented. But I, as I listen to them, as I listen to them go on, on about what's unprecedented, I, it just crossed my mind. I wonder if these folk have ever read the Bible. <laughs> I, I wonder if, if they have ever read, read the Bible. And it doesn't take long to understand that there is nothing new under the sun. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, there are some things that went on in Bible times that make what we are facing now seem like child's play. We find in the word of God that many were persecuted just because of their faith in God and their faith in his promise. People like Samson, whose eyes were put out. Like Stephen, who was stoned to death. People like Daniel, thrown in a lion's den. Human beings thrown in fiery furnaces. John the Baptist had his head cut off. Are y'all hearing me? All for their stance and their belief in an almighty God. And in this text, that, 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 yeah, because of their belief that Jesus is the Son of God. Right. Truth is, my brothers and sisters, Trump 
is really not the first. That's right. Y'all hearing me? He's really not the first. All throughout the Bible, there are those who would do anything for power. Come with me now to the Roman Empire. A place that at that time was becoming more and more dangerous for those who believed on Jesus. Somehow these people were looked upon as a new Jewish sect of folk who who needed to be watched and they needed to be controlled so that they wouldn't get out of hand. We're talking about early Christians now. See, my brothers and sisters, they were among the first believers. And those first believers, those first believers, believing, yeah, yeah, and, and, and because they were the first, they were raising a lot of questions around Rome. They were raising all kinds of questions. What? What? Uh, yeah, they come here talking about this Jesus fella and this new thing that they have found. What's going to happen to the laws of Moses? All right. What about the temple? What about animal sacrifices? Does, does believing in Jesus means uh, that we got to change the way we've been doing things? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They were curious about these believers mm -hmm. in Jesus. And the problem was All right. the Old Testament which was all they had, really. Yeah. The Old Testament did not answer any of these questions. That's right. All they had was their faith and the promise of God. All right. As a matter of fact, Hebrew 11.13, Hebrews 11.13 says that all of these old saints died in faith, yeah. Yeah. not having received the promise. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Yes, but, but watch this. It says that although they never received the promise, the promise of the Lamb of God, they never received it. They never saw Jesus. Yeah. They never received the promise, although they didn't see it, that they yeah, didn't receive it. The Bible says that they saw it. Yeah. It's in your book. Yeah. Although, although they never saw Jesus, they, they saw it afar off. Uh -huh. And they embraced it. And they were persuaded by the very promise. Are y'all hearing me? But because they believed the promises of God, they called themselves pilgrims. Talking about the Old Testament saints now. They called themselves pilgrims. In other words, they, they realized this world is not my home. Any saved folk in the house? Yeah, this world is not, they realize that. And I got, got, got good news for you today. News for you. If you are saved, this world is not, y'all ain't hearing me. This world is not our home. We are just passing through this life somewhere. There is a better place. The writer of Hebrews is using the experiences of these old saints. He's talking to these old saints and he's using their experience to encourage you and I as we sit here today. He's using their experience to, 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 to encourage us. Listen to how the text starts. It says, therefore, seeing 
we are compassed about by so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and sin that so easily besets us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. He goes on and he gives them a few more instructions about what we need to do if we're going to be successful in this race that we're running. You do know we're running a race right now. He wants to give us some instructions as to how we're going to be successful in running this race. He says, uh, first of all, you need to get rid of anything that's going to slow you down. That's right. right there in the book. Lay aside every weight. Yes, sir. Every weight and sin. See, some of the stuff slowing you down, some of the stuff slowing you down ain't necessarily sin. Are y'all hearing me? But whatever it is that's slowing you down, whatever it is that won't let you run this race, he said you got to put it down. You need to lay it aside. Yes, sir. Lay aside every weight and sin that would ensnare, that, that's anything that's going to slow you down. Read it good now. Read it good now. The writer places us in a position of runners. Mm-hmm. All who are called by, he's putting all of us in a position of people running as racers on, 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 on the track running. He's putting us all as racers. But the race that we are in does not concern itself with how fast we run. (sighs) Somebody ought to shout. (laughs) It doesn't concern itself with how fast we run. It concerns itself with how well we run. He says we ought to run this race Uh with patience. And when we read this text, somehow brings joy in our hearts because it paints in our hearts and it paints in our minds pictures of those who have gone on before. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. It paints in our minds and our hearts pictures of those who've been there, done that. And when you read it, when I read it, I, I, I can just see them looking down, cheering us on as we continue to run this race. In order to get a full, in order to get a true picture of what the writer is talking about, huh? you, you got to read the whole account. Notice that when he started this, in chapter 12, he starts with the word, therefore. And that means, brothers and sisters, that, that a conclusion is being drawn. All right. When he says, therefore, he means he's concluding something. A conclusion is being drawn. That statement that is being made is somehow tied to something that he already said. I'm going somewhere. When he uses that word, therefore, yeah, I used to hear old preachers say, whenever you see the word, therefore, it means you got to go back and see what it's there for. <laughs> so, 
if he starts out saying, therefore, uh -huh. you got to go back and look in the last chapter to see what is there for. So when you go back, you see that the writer is drawing a conclusion based on something that he wrote in chapter 11. Go back to chapter 11, and you'll see that he gives us a whole list of soldiers who have already run the race. Are y'all hearing me? As a matter of fact, he says we are surrounded by soldiers. We're already, we are encompassed about. You ain't the first one. Somebody else has already run this race. He says there's a great cloud of witnesses who have already been there, done that. We've already finished the race, and the, yeah, 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 the, the, the race that we are trying to run, they've already finished it. The writer tells us that we are surrounded by folk who have already run the race, and he paints a picture of them in the stands cheering on us, cheering us on as we continue now to try to run our race. Just look at it. Look at it. Look, look, look at the list in chapter 11. Look at the folk who have already run the race. Look at chapter 11. Chapter 11, folk who have already finished the race. And yeah, when it comes to faith, verse 8 says, Abraham walked by it. Says Abel worshiped by it. Enoch was translated by it. Noah worked by it. <coughs> Moses governed by it. Israel followed by it. Joshua fought by it. David subdued kingdoms by it. Daniel closed lion's mouth by it. Hebrew boys walked in fire. Are y'all hearing me? The word says these all died. They all died in faith. And then it paints a picture. Yes, sir. Of all of them, yeah, in chapter 11, he says, all of them are cheering us on while we run this race along this tedious journey. Y'all ain't hearing that. They are cheering us on as we run this race. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I think it was the eyes of the brother that said, make me want to shout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cheering us on Amen. while we run this race. Yes, but, but here, here's the shout right here. Here's the shout. The writer of this book was listing the saints he knew who walked by faith, and they were justified by faith alone. They were Old Testament saints who, who didn't live long enough to see the birth of Jesus. But although they did not see the birth of Jesus, the Bible says that by faith, they saw it afar off. Y'all ain't hearing me. By faith, they saw it afar off and they embraced it. Their faith just told them that help is on the way. But as I head 
intimacy. Here's another shout. Come on. In chapter 11, the writer gives us his list of saints yes. that are in the clouds yes. cheering us on. Amen. The writer wrote about those Old Testament saints, yes. those that he knew about at the time. Yes. He wrote about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yes. Yeah, he wrote about Abel and Enoch and Noah. He wrote about David and Daniel, yeah, yeah, the Hebrew boys, Sarah, Hannah, and Deborah, he wrote about Old Testament saints. But the good news is that that list of folk in the clouds, that group of folk in the stands, the good news, that crowd is still growing. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they now have been joined by New Testament saints. Matthew, Mark, Luke. They've joined the crowd. Peter, James, John. They've joined the crowd. Are y'all hearing me? Mary, Martha, Elizabeth, they've all joined the crowd. Yes, the crowd is growing. I'm about to sit down now, but wait a minute. In that cloud, every now and then, I can hear some familiar voices. Y'all ain't hearing me. In that cloud, in addition to Old Testament saints, in addition to New Testament saints, I can hear familiar voices. Can't you hear them? Can't you hear somebody? Voices that I have heard before. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, listen real hard. You hear some sainted mother. You hear some sainted father. Oh, y'all, listen real hard. I can hear every now and then my mama's voice saying, Richard, yeah, run on. Keep on sending up some timber every day. Every now and then, uh, I can hear my daddy's voice uh, saying, Richard, uh, keep on running. Yeah, you've got a charge to keep yeah, and a God uh, to glorify who gave his son uh, your soul to save yeah, and fit it yes, uh, for the sky. Yeah, if I listen hard enough, yeah, I can hear Reverend Raymond yeah, saying, run on. Run on, Reverend. Yeah, you'll be there. Yeah, when the saints uh, go marching in, yeah, I can hear him say, Do Lord, do Lord, Lord, remember me. I listen hard enough. Yeah, I can hear Deacon Alton Clark. Yeah, right above a whisper. Yeah, saying, Run on, get right with God and do it now. Get right with God. He will show you 
little how. Yeah. Listen a little harder. Yeah. You hear Deacon Elvie Bailey yeah. saying, run on, uh, because by and by, yeah, when the morning comes, uh, all the saints uh, of God uh, are gathering on. Yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah. Listen real close. Uh, you hear now Mama Collins. Yeah. Now Mama Collins saying, uh, run on, because uh, I got a new home uh, over in Zion, and it's mine, it's mine, all mine. Yeah. Listen, uh, listen real hard. Yeah. You hear Mother Clara, yeah. Mother Clara McDaniel, yeah. all she's saying is preach, yeah. preach now, yeah. preach now, yeah. just keep looking in the crowd. Yeah. You see Mother Artie Bell, yeah. she ain't saying a word, she's just waving, waving her hand. Yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me, listen real hard, yeah. and then you hear Clint Shackleford, yeah. Clint Shackleford, uh, he's saying, come on, uh, keep on running, uh, we're going to have uh, a good time, yeah. bye and bye, we're going to have a good time, yeah, when we reach uh, our home uh, in the sky, yeah. all of my troubles uh, will be over, yeah, and I'll be home uh, at last, you know a better day is coming by and by but I gotta close now yeah but I got one more verse as we run we keep our eyes fixed why yeah look at the last verse looking under Jesus y'all ain't hearing me go ahead and run your race but keep your eyes on Jesus. Y'all ain't hearing me. You know Jesus, don't you? The one who put my cross on his shoulders. The one they stretched him wide and he never said a mumbling word. He died. He died. He died on an old rugged cross. Laid him in a bar tomb. But I'm glad. I'm glad that the grave couldn't hold him down. But right at right at Sunday morning, he got up. He got up with all power. All power. running your race. Keep running your race. But keep your eyes. Keep your eyes on the one who died for you. Keep your eyes on the one who turned it all around. Keep your eyes on Jesus. We run this race and we keep running this race It just feels like 
We ought to go back. Oh, we got enough folk in here. We can go back a little bit. I used to sing over in the old church where I come from. They, they sing, I'm going to run home. See what the end is going to be. <laughs> Something at the end. Anybody remember? Anybody? Yeah, anybody? Run on and see. I'm going to run on, see what the end. I believe I'll run on. I believe I'll run on. Oh, something the end. I believe I'll run on. I believe I'll run on. They were the end will be. I believe I'll run on. The end. Oh, something the end that's awaiting. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saves a like me. with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved I want to give you an opportunity now I want to give you an opportunity now to get to know this Savior if you aren't saved if you don't know him now is your opportunity to get to know him for yourself if thou will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus believe in your heart that God is raised him from the dead, thou shall be saved. If you are unsaved today, this is your day. God has brought you to this place to turn your life around. If you're saved today, if you're unsaved, I want to invite you today just to accept him, just to believe on him. I want to invite you to come become a part of the family of God. If you're already saved, and you don't have a church covering, you don't have a church home, you need to be covered. And I want to invite you now. I want to invite, if you're here, the preachers are in the aisle, just come. You don't have to walk by yourself. They'll walk with you. Jesus, keep me near the cross. 
there a precious fountain, and it's free to all, a healing stream. Close. Somebody ought to be moving. Come now. Come now. Yeah, 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 yeah. never take this moment seriously never take it always this is the most serious most serious moment in the life of the church everything that we do leads to this moment right here every choir practice every meeting everything we do leads to this moment and if we are not effective in this moment if we're not effective in this moment, then we might as well shut the doors. This is why we're here. So we can't rush this. If there's a need for you to move, there's a need for you to move now. You can't even afford to wait till next week. You may not be here next week. Now's the time. If you made that decision to make him your choice, now's the time. The church is praying. 
the church is praying for you right now. Bless the Lord. Give God a hand cap of praise. Praise him. Praise him for bringing it through. Praising him for being right there and when we need it most. Amen. And we thank God for our pastor. What a wonderful, wonderful message. Let's encourage pastor today. Good message. Makes you just want to run on a little while longer. Amen. So at this point in the program, we will um, perform the Lord's Communion. We ask that the deacons come forth. Prepare. We'll ask Deacon Bailey if he'll lead us in our communion prayer. Let us pray. King of my life, I crown thee now. Thine shall the glory be, lest I forget thy thorn-crowned brow. Lead me to Calvary. God, we pause to thank you. God, we thank you for everything you've done, but at this very moment, we thank you specifically for dying for us. We thank you for giving your life that we might live again, God. God, we thank you for every drop of blood that you shed, God. God, we thank you for every stripe that went across your back, God. God, we thank you for every moment that you carried the cross just for us. Lord, we remember. God, we pray right now for the remission of sin, God. God, forgive us for what we have done that we might be worthy to be a part of this grand celebration of your forgiveness and your life, God. For God, we love you. God, we thank you for this table, God. We thank you for these elements, God. We thank you for this bread and this wine, God. We thank you for those who stood at this table long before, God. God, we thank you that you have prepared a place for us. And God, we submit ourselves wholly to you, God, that we might live holy for you. 
God, we love you. We adore you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We edify you. We lift up your name. And it's in the name of our Christ that we pray and claim it all. Amen.
us that on the night before Jesus was betrayed he took bread and after he had given thanks says this is my body given for you take eat all of it after which he took cup and says this is the new testament the new covenant in my blood take and drink ye all of it as often as you do this you do show the Lord's death until he comes. Hidden in that statement is a wondrous, wondrous fact. And that is Jesus is coming back. Amen. Somebody ought to shout that. Yeah. Jesus is coming back. He's coming back to gather his own. The word of God declares that he's coming back. And we who remain will be, the, yeah, the, the dead in Christ will rise first. And then those who remain will be caught up. That's all of us. To meet him in the end. Now, we're going to, on our way out of here, but uh, this is homecoming day and we can just do some extra stuff. Amen, amen. Deacon Bailey saying. One day, one day, I am going where Jesus is. One day, one day, I am going where Jesus is. One day, one day, I am going where Jesus is. Yes, I'll be caught up to meet him in the end. By and by, 
have been away from being able to do fellowship like we have, but I want us now just to thank God for the people sitting next to you. Thank God Hallelujah. for those who are around you. And as we leave this place, God be with you till we meet again. If you will, just grab somebody's hand or just put your hand on somebody's shoulder just, just so that we're all connected. God be with you. already been prepared on the other side for those who have signed up we needed we needed signed up so for those who have signed up then it's prepared on the other side we look forward to continue fellowship on the other side now may the grace of God sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest rule and abide with us now henceforth and forevermore let us all say Several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.